going on guys welcome to the financial griot better known as tfg so here in the podcast what we love to do is actually just tell stories that resonate with us and within those stories it's just an opportunity for growth and also opportunity for understanding and this podcast is really beyond <laughs> discussions about finances um what we try to do is um really push out there so you can become more financially literate so incorporating actionable steps and ultimately building generational wealth tfg <laughs> so my name is alanta um as you can see i am solo zolo today so my crew um is not here um you have lawrence Dubba gonzalez better known as the finance the neighborhood finance guy somewhere out there being toxic i'm not sure <laughs> and um lovely mordellas is scaling her business and um pivoted it to become an empire so we're all just doing our part and collectively we are just sharing you know our wisdom our advice and sharing our stories for people could just have a better understanding and hopefully become financially literate right um so i have been <laughs> a little mia lawrence has expressed that more than once uh but i've been mia in a good way so it's 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 been busy but busy doing good stuff <laughs> so i've been um placed or positioned i haven't received a label yet but um someone's like the pr of the podcast so we've been securing um new guests uh can't wait for you guys to hear them and actually other people who have been interested in becoming um guests on the podcast so i've been in the background securing that uh doing a little pr <laughs> for the podcast so that's been fun um and honestly just i'm, I'm extremely grateful how you all have been so receptive of the information of our uh, uh banter our discussions and our stories so i know lawrence mentioned in the last episode um we we reached 500 downloads so we're approaching two months into the launch of uh the financial griot and it's been awesome to, to see the attraction that is been getting um we were featured on the motley's fool which is a financial publication one of the most popular ones as uh, a favorite episode um i think it was the luxury black luxury travel if you haven't checked that out make sure you do um so that was featured as one of the favorite episodes and also just people just been giving so much great reviews and um their own opinions <laughs> about the podcast but we have we have been pushing 600 so far and it's been less than two months and guys it's it's crazy to know that you guys are listening to us <laughs> like yes you are listening <laughs> right so if we haven't done so um on behalf of the entire tfg crew from the bottom of our hearts thank you can't thank you enough you guys make us you know, uh, more uh, to give us more exposure, uh, download, sharing, tagging, all that good stuff. So really, thank you. Really appreciate it. So um, some great stuff uh, coming up for the future of the podcast for the TFG. And I'm so excited. You guys are 
on for a ride. <laughs> but um, let's just get to this um, episode. So again, my name is Atlanta. I'm here alone, but I got some good stuff for you. I, I think this episode will be good. It'll be good. The reason being is that, um, well, by the time you guys hear this episode, we'll be entering the new month, uh, which is November. Uh, the holiday season is approaching. I can't believe it's already November. But anywho, so November is approaching, which is actually my um, homeowner anniversary. So I closed on my home last year of November 2020. Wow, I, I can't believe it's been a year. It's approaching a year. So I closed after Thanksgiving, I think. After or before, I'm not sure. <laughs> it was sometime uh, in uh, November, end of November, I closed on my home. I think it was before Thanksgiving, I closed on my home. And it's to this day, I still can't believe <laughs> it's been a year. But yeah, so I'm approaching um, my one year anniversary of being a homeowner. And let me tell you guys, it's been real, all caps, all caps. It's been real uh, living, <laughs> living in a home. Um, I, I, I am used to living alone. So I always been living alone, um, renting, whatnot. Uh, but now, you know, I have my family that lives with me who has rented out the guest room. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been pretty cool. So far, I, I'll say entering my one-year anniversary it's been really cool being a homeowner so this is what the episode is really about my home ownership anniversary and the pros and cons and what have I learned being a first-time homeowner right um and just just some context so I don't have uh children I don't I'm, I'm single which means non-married <laughs> not married so still single um so it's it's it was me in the process of just really going for it. Just, you know, I'm going to be a homeowner. That's what I sought out for myself. And I know that some people may look at as though, may look at being a homeowner, um, especially a single woman as something, well, well, maybe, you know, you should wait. And, you know, I heard all that stuff, you know, maybe you should wait, should I have a family? And I'm like, oh, maybe your husband. No, <laughs> no, I wanted to take upon myself while in the process of waiting, quote unquote, uh, for all those other things to happen. But I wanted to position myself to create wealth and have an asset that appreciate over time right and um at first honestly it was scary I was like I don't know what to do with a house like I was scared and, and keep in mind this is a this is a woman that has lived in different countries like honestly slept on the floor with complete strangers I have stories to tell for days <laughs> complete strangers um uh backpacking just like country hopping like all all by myself and for some odd reason, becoming a homeowner was scary as F, so scary. But I think I wanted to take on the challenge. Um, I, I live by this philosophy in this uh, quote that I created um, when I was um, participating um, with Toastmasters, uh, one of my Toastmaster chapters, um, I was competing in a speaking contest. Uh, I forgot what was the, the theme, but anyway, I was speaking in the 
speaking like just competition, speech competition. And one of the quotes that I said was, um, life will challenge the narrative of who you think you are in order for you to become the person you're destined to be. Deep. I know I said that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I go by that philosophy is to say, I, 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 I take on challenges as a growth opportunity. I take on, I take on um, things that may be difficult or things that I just want to cry and run away from as an opportunity for me to become the person that I'm destined to become. And I, I got that quote from, um, I think when I was doing the speech, um, what's it called? Yeah, the Black Panther. So there was a scene in the Black Panther, of course, when T'Challa was uh, fighting for um, to keep his throne, right? When he was challenged the first time he fought. And let's be honest, uh, he was getting beat up <laughs> at first, right? We thought, we thought he was going to die. Um, but there was a moment in the film where the, uh, the queen, which is his mother, was looking up at him and she gave him that look. We all know the black mamas. We know how the black mamas do, right? <laughs> she gave him that look like, hey, tell him who you are. Like, yo, it's, she gave him that look like, tell him who you are. And, you know, he, he got up and kind of shrug his shoulders off and start beating some you know what I mean <laughs> he, he start you know fighting back it was something about that moment that I just love that's one of my favorite parts of the film that I just love and and I and I took that and created that philosophy in that quote about um life will just throw you challenges right and whoever you think that you are you're not <laughs> you're you're definitely not this narrative that we think this person that we shot we should be and nah nah it's only the beginning trust me <laughs> it's only the beginning so going back to my first year um homeowners my lessons and things that I learned it has been a ride and I want to share that with you guys like the pros the cons what did I learn Whew. all right let's just stick to the pros <laughs> right now. Let's just get to the pros um, of becoming a homeowner. And that's and that is for the most part of just owning, right? Like I own this home. <laughs> this is mine. Like I am on the deed, all that good stuff. Like closing is my signature. I own my home. And it's something that I was proud because we're seeing less and less of people, especially um, in the, the millennials, is we're drawing away of becoming a homeowner. Um, and it's not appealing for um, us to be to own anything anymore. I'm not sure why, especially homeowners. I think it's that, you know, that philosophy or that idea of, you know, just up and leaving and doing what you want to do and travel. I get it. I trust me. I definitely get it. But when I look back and I look at statistics of ownership, home ownership, but specifically within black and brown people, I'm just like, wow. 
like I, I just couldn't believe how we're just so far of no longer grasping the concept of owning so I'm just gonna throw you guys uh some some numbers statistics that I have found um and one of them is almost 50 percent of um sorry over 50 percent uh, more of white people are more likely to own homes than people of any other races almost over 50 percent are more likely to own homes that is crazy <laughs> um and I never understood why it was such a scary moment for me to own um but once I got into the idea of owning, I knew that I was capable, I was able to do it. Because when you think about it, you know, I'm 32. So I've been renting almost, I'll say 15 years, 15, 16 years, either I had a roommate or I lived alone for the bulk of the time before I purchased my home. Even in South Korea, I lived on my own. I had a small uh, unit. Um, college, I lived on my own adult young adulthood <laughs> I lived on my own so for the most part I live alone so I always felt as though like I done that without getting you know evicted thank gosh <laughs> and I pay you know my rent on time why can I do that when it comes to my own home so that's the idea I went in when um closing on my own closing on my home another pro is you know fix mortgage <laughs> fix mortgage israel <laughs> israel at first it really got to me because me signing my name uh, on the closing documents of 30 years mortgage i'm just like what <laughs> i'm signing my my life 30 years right <laughs> but um i, I had to look at it as a, a a pro because when you think about um renting like every rent, every place that I rented, right? I think I it, it increased every year. My last apartment, um, it increased. Uh, so I used to live um, in this condo, really nice place. Um, it had like an extra bedroom or something like that I used as an office space. Um, I think my rent, this was, nah, this was back in 2016 or something. I think my rent was like 1120 or something and then with water and everything came up to like close to 1250 1260 or something along those lines so but every year it typically increased and when the last year I was there I was just like uh, I'm not with this increase <laughs> rent so I decided to um, look for another place to rent but one thing I like about being a homeowner is that fixed mortgage I never have to worry about my mortgage increasing right? Maybe property tax, but that's another episode. <laughs> but um, I don't have to worry about my mortgage um, increasing. It's fixed price. That's it, right? Um, another uh, statistic I want to throw out there, speaking of fixed mortgage, is that the average cost of rent has increased by 61%. So, Knowing that, <laughs> um, yes, it's a 30-year mortgage, but again, I never have to worry about my rent, I mean, I'm sorry, my mortgage increasing. Um, a good friend of mine, um, really cool homeboy, a few months ago, he was, you know, hysterical, 
just, you know, well, not necessarily hysterical, just upset <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so him and his wife um, have to move out um, of their one bedroom because the landlord, which is a private owner, um, raised their one bedroom apartment from a $1,250 to $1,750 1730 yes $1,730 that's almost $500 it's like 480 I think if I'm not mistaken that's almost $500 increase like no updates no nothing I'm like did is he gonna renovate something he like no like there's there's nothing extra no additional uh appliances or anything like that he's just raising the rent and it, it it had me you know look up um laws I'm like okay I gotta help my friend <laughs> you know um but unfortunately there isn't any laws that protect uh Florida renters if you are in a um privately owned residential they the owner have as much um, you know, space to increase the rent as, as much as they want. There's no cap. I know certain places like New York and other, you know, city or states, they, they may have potential caps. Um, so they don't raise the rent as crazy prices, but here in Florida, they do not, whatever the owner want to raise their rent, they raise their rent. Now, granted, you know, potentially you may lose out on potential tenants, whatnot, but honestly, at the end of the day, people need places to live so yeah going back to um the fixed mortgage I don't have to worry about my mortgage just you know changing or inflated prices or whatnot right so that's a, a good pro um lastly I have um equity 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 <laughs> so equity um my home is an appreciating asset. So if you don't know what equity is, equity is the difference between your um, actual loan and the uh, value of your home, right? So um, between those things, that's your equity. So being a year, close to a year, the anniversary of being a homeowner, um, my equity has skyrocketed within this last year I'm always checking like what huh? like that's that's insane but you know the market is doing what it's doing for the housing market so that's that's another part of it um but it's it's appreciating like crazy and the thing that I like about having equity in my home is that it gives me uh better financial options right um, if I want to take out the loan to pay off this, or if I want to just renovate this place, or if I just want to potentially look for another place to buy, I can do so. So there's many options to have when you have money or, you know, um, options to purchase. It's, it's really cool. And, and I love the fact that if I want to do something, I can, and I have the option to do it. So equity is where is that and that is a definite pro of being a homeowner now <laughs> you know I could not just leave it on the highs I gotta share the lows I have to the con <laughs> the con of being a homeowner and the first thing I have here is you have to fix everything 
Yes, you have to fix everything. So um, uh, funny enough, um, I actually had to fix, um, what's it called again? The toilet uh, flapper, you know, the little thing that uh, pull up the water uh, pressure so it can flush. So I had to replace that just yesterday. <laughs> I had to replace it. Um, and thank goodness that I have my brother, I have my sister who have done so. Um, and my brother just told me, Hey, YouTube it. It's very easy, very simple to do. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, no, I can't do this. Like, oh my gosh, I have to go to Lowe's. Like, I need your help. I'm trying to FaceTime my brother. He's ignoring me. He like, you got this. Don't worry about it. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm just being all hysterical because I don't want to mess it up. Like in back of my mind, I'm thinking that I'm going to mess it up. It's just going to get worse. So long story short, I YouTube it. I find a video less than five minutes. I'm like, okay, this seems very simple. I went to Lowe's. I purchased a uh, toilet flapper. I, that is, or toilet valves, toilet flapper. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. I purchased that, a universal one. Um, so I had to learn to cut off the water. So I'm thinking that, oh, I, do I need to cut off the water near the toilet? It didn't work. So like, uh, I think the water is outside, so I need to cut off the water. But I learned that before you just cut off your water, you have to keep um, the water on inside. So I have to make sure the sink um, faucet is on just in case that the water pressure build, builds up. I'm like, okay, let me just do that. <laughs> so my brother just walked with me through it and I got the most, you know, basic concept of it. So I made sure that uh, everything was off and I put in the flapper. I made sure that the glue was there, waited 15 minutes and change it out, changed out the chain. I'm like, okay, I feel like, you know, Bob the Builder over here. <laughs> I felt pretty good. I honestly felt pretty good. Uh, so it is now working. I have changed the toilet flapper all on my own so that was cool um but the, yeah that that was just uh, a small uh, part of things you have to fix um I had an issue with my um dish washer that came out of place um it seemed as though the original owner uh didn't place it <laughs> uh well so um that's been a little interesting but shout out to my brother thank goodness shout out to all the older brothers but shout out to my brother um for being there for me because I didn't know what to do so he helped me uh position it but um it will come at some point that I will have to replace that uh dishwasher and I've learned that dishwashers are not cheap <laughs> so um yeah you have to learn to you know fix everything you don't have a maintenance person to call to schedule and they'll come by and fix it nah Nah, the cons of being a homeowner, you have to fix everything, schedule it, look it up, price it, research it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no joke, honestly. It's really no joke. Now, the second thing I do have under my con list, <laughs> the bad things of being a homeowner is the unexpected cost. It is no understatement is a lot of unexpected costs of being a homeowner so just to share a little bit of my unexpected costs is I moved into the home in November uh, this is before Thanksgiving and my AC went out the first four months of being in my home 
And uh, I live in Florida. So if you're familiar with South Florida weather, you don't go anywhere. <laughs> you don't travel or go anywhere without AC. Are you are you dumb? No, you don't do that. You will die. So I had to get AC because I actually had my um, my family member who's, who was scheduled to move in um, a few months. And it was like the height of the summer. It's like, ugh, I need a new AC. This is crazy. So, well, at first I thought something was wrong. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get it fixed. That's what I thought originally. Then someone came and looked at it and said, um, your motor broke, but the whole unit needs to be replaced. I'm like, okay, cool. How much does it cost, right? My mind's already like going to accounting mode. How much does it cost? Then a guy was telling me like, oh, no, I, I could get get a good one for you for like uh, 5K or some, something like that. He told me 5,000. I looked at him. He looked at me. I looked at him. He looked at me and I said, uh, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you means I'm not getting back to you. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> 5,000 kidding me but yeah i actually looked it up that's the 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 expensive uh ac units run around that price five thousand so you know reaching out to my contact reaching out to my people networks whatnot and um i actually found someone and he replaced um the entire unit a new unit for um three thousand and fifty dollars i made sure i looked it up um and i didn't forget about it because it was quite a penny <laughs> uh yeah but he replaced it um it had a one or two year uh warranty um he typically come in if there's any issues or anything I could just call him up but yeah first four months of being in my new home I had to drop three thousand dollars on a new AC unit and it, it wasn't just one of those things you could kind of just you know um wait <laughs> to buy this is the ac right i live in south florida this is something i actually need so definitely an unexpected cost like yeah that's that really kind of pushed me back in terms of financial but i had the money but you know that, that wasn't really something i was looking for to pay but it was done so those are one of the things that I just don't like about being a homeowner is just unexpected costs um, and things just break down in your home and you have to fix it and you have to pay for it. You know, you're not part of a residential uh, apartment complex or anything like that. You have to pay in up the costs, uh, in front of the costs. But ultimately that is part of just being a homeowner. Um, another con is... Um, when it comes to being a homeowner is, is essentially the fact that, you know, you just can't up and leave, <laughs> you know, like it, it's just like not move to a different state or anything along those lines. Um, you have an entire home that you have to look for and, you know, the expenses and whatnot. So that's, that's a con, but also, will place that as a pro as well because like I mentioned earlier um, no matter what people will always need somewhere to stay so I always have the opportunity to rent out my home if I choose um, it's just that certain um, opportunities that I may do if I want to move for a job or something like that I have to really consider doing so 
um, if I want to do it because I'll have to rent out my place or sell my place, right? So that's just a con is that you just can't up and leave <laughs> like you want it to. Um, but it's something that I'm learning that no matter what, this will always be my home, right? Um, if I don't have anything, I have a home. Um, some people don't even have that or even access to their own place. Um, and I'm just so grateful that I had jumped <laughs> over that hoop and did it and became a homeowner. And I didn't wait and I didn't look uh, for others, for their own you know, opinions. I kind of just did it. And I'm just so happy because I learned so much from this process of being a homeowner and not to be afraid to do something um so yeah that's that's really it um another random I, I, when I was researching some numbers uh this this is just a random statistic I just didn't know about it so it says in Romania they have the highest home ownership rate at 96.4 who are homeowners I never knew that that is crazy <laughs> so over it's uh, damn near the entire population are homeowners so that's that's something um like a random fact uh but yeah so that's really it in terms of my um home ownership anniversary like it is coming down to a year and I have learn I have grown I have progressed and I'm just so happy I did it guys and I know some some people may feel like it's scary some people may look at it as though it's intimidating but I'm telling you there's nothing like owning your home nothing like it and I wake up every day being so grateful that I'm in my home my mom, my father have dreamed of this, of their children being here in America, being homeowners, building wealth. And I take that with me every day. Like this is what my ancestors and my family wanted for me. So I make sure to capitalize on that opportunity. So yeah, that is it. <laughs> But thank you guys for tuning in. Let me know what you guys think. Approaching my one-year home ownership anniversary. It's been cool. Um, so if you haven't done so, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel at It's Atlanta, I-T-S-A-L-A-I-N-T-A, where I naturalize money discussions and discuss everything in between. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the financial griot make sure you guys are subscribed like leaving reviews doing all that good stuff all right guys thank you so much peace thank you for listening to the financial griot podcast powered by the wealth builders collective 